0: You're tuning in to Hero's Journey Commentary, and today's episode will be about Lyra's Journey.
1: This is your hostess, Lauren LaQuay, coming at you today with another update from Lyra's World, with including my good old friend, Ari Bear. Hello! Today on Lyra's World, we will be discussing the ups and downs of Lyra's hero's journey through the book, The Golden Compass. The Golden Compass is known to be thrilling and suspenseful, but here today we will converse about the main story. Now let's get to
0: it! This is Ari here, starting off strong with Stage 1, The Ordinary World. Here, our main character Lyra Belacqua lives at Jordan College, which is in Oxford, London. Her life is relatively normal, and she is determined and a wild child. No one tells her what to do. Her dream is to travel and see the North. Thirsty for adventure, she is then led into Stage 2. This connects to Stage 1, because this is what Lyra's world would typically look like on a daily basis. <laughs>
1: Something shakes up the ordinary world and stage two occurs. The master at Jordan College has come to the conclusion that for Lyra's benefit, she needs to attend school elsewhere. He feels that she's not learning enough. He also feels that as she gets older, she will need more female influence and that Jordan College won't be able to provide that for her. This connects back to the call to adventure because it is a part of the book in which change is seen fit to happen.
0: leaving the only home that she has ever known, Lyra refuses to leave, telling the master that she is happy and is learning enough. In her opinion, her life is at Jordan College. Her friends and everything that she loves is at Jordan College. To convince Lyra to go, the master invites different female scholars from different colleges. During this time in Lyra's journey, the antagonist, we will later find out, is Mrs. Coulter comes and talks to Lyra about her adventures north. Immediately, Lyra falls in love with Mrs. Coulter. When Mrs. Coulter offers to educate Lyra, she immediately says yes, especially since Mrs. Coulter promised to take Lyra north. All of this connects to stage three, the refusal to the call, because it talks about how Lyra doesn't want to leave, but something eventually motivates her to leave, in which case is going north.
1: On Lyra's journey, she has many mentors. One of her main mentors is her daemon, He is always there to tell Lyra what she should do. She immediately trusts him because she has known him all her life and he has never steered her the wrong way. Another one of Lyra's mentors is Ma Costa. Ma Costa took Lyra in when she needed it the most and treated her like she was her own daughter. Although she doesn't give her advice, she does give her a place to stay. Ma Costa was especially important during the part in which Lyra was traveling north. This is because Ma Costa risked her life by stowing Lyra and hiding her while the police searched for her after she ran away from Mrs. Coulter. Without Ma Costa, Lyra would never have been able to travel north and complete her journey. Lyra knew Ma Costa from Jordan College because she used to play with her son, Billy Costa, before he was taken by the Gobblers. The last main mentor that Lyra has is the Master from Jordan College. Since she caught him trying to poison her uncle, she didn't immediately trust him. But she still listened when he gave her the Alethiometer. The Master told Lyra that the Alethiometer tells the truth and to keep it from Miss Coulter, which Lyra did keep it from Miss Coulter. Lyra has many mentors that helped her through her journey and it is an important part of the hero's journey. For stage 5, crossing the threshold would be when Lyra runs away from Mrs. Coulter. Lyra runs away because Mrs. Coulter promised to take her north but it is very apparent that she is not. This is very important to the whole scheme of things because if Lyra hadn't run away then she would never have found out about the Egyptians' plan to raid Bulvanger and rescue all of the children captured by the
0: Gobblers. During Lyra's journey, she sees many allies, enemies, and has many tests. First of all, she meets an ally named Iric Brinson, which is with an armored bear, and she helped get his armor back. Then she has a test, where she sets all the demons that have been separated from humans free during a fire drill, which was a major success. And she also has another test, where she climbs into a ceiling to spy on Mrs. Coulter and the other adults, but sadly, she fails and gets caught. These are only a few of the tests and allies that she meets throughout her journey, but these are most important. Stage 7 is where Lyra and the other Egyptians are heading north to where the Gobblers are keeping the children. This is because she and the other Egyptians have to prepare for the main ordeal. Step 8 is the main ordeal. This is where the hero confronts death or faces his or her greatest fear. Out of the moment or death comes a new life. This is where Lyra gets all the children out of Bulvanger to safety and away from the gobblers. She does this by pulling the fire alarm and it shows how much of a leader Lyra is. She was so calm and brave, made sure everybody was safe and led to safety. <laughs> In stage nine, the reward, the hero takes
1: possession of a treasure that they won after facing the ordeal. In this case, within the Golden Compass, Lyra's reward is rescuing her best friend Roger and of course all the other children from Bolvinger or the Gobblers. Within the road back, or stage 10, the hero is usually driven to complete the adventure and loses what is most important. In this case, Lyra is driven to complete the mission by rescuing Lord Adriel, her biological father, from Svalbard, which is the armored bear island. Challenges curse, which is Lyra getting captured and Iorik Brynason, facing his arch enemy, who exiled him, Iofur Ragnason. During the fight, Iofur Ragnason is killed by Iorik Brynason, and now Iorik is king of all the bears. Now Lyra can travel to where Lord Asriel is and rescue him. Lyra and Roger are exhausted from the journey and decide to spend the night where Lord Asriel is being held captive. While Lyra is sleeping, Lord Asriel kidnaps Roger and takes him to a mountain. Though Lyra follows Lord Asriel, by the time that she arrives, she is too late and Roger is already dead. When Roger died, Lyra lost what was most important to her.
0: During the resurrection or stage 11, the decision that Lyra makes is to follow her uncle into the other world and try to stop him from destroying dust. This is the new plan that the protagonist commits to. During this, the antagonist or Mrs. Coulter runs away crying. This is the end of the book and it shows that throughout her journey, Lyra really has grown up and is willing to do whatever it takes to help the people around her. For stage 12, though traditionally in the hero's journey, the protagonist returns home and is transformed. That does not happen in The Golden Compass. The Golden Compass ends on a cliffhanger, with Lyra following her uncle and stepping into the other world. She knows that this is dangerous and that it will be hard, but she's willing to risk her life. In the end, The Golden Compass is a wonderful book, and I highly recommend reading it. Thanks for tuning in this week in Lyra's journey. Feel free to come back next week for part two. Bye!